You are Locked On Kentucky, your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Kentucky Podcast. We bring you info and insights on UK football and basketball every weekday. Stay informed by making us part of your morning or afternoon commute. Listen and follow for free on Apple or Google Podcasts. Simply subscribe to Locked On Kentucky. I'm Dan Reefer with Fox 56 along with Kyle Tucker of The Athletic. March 11th, 2020 will go down as a day I don't think any of us will forget uh, throughout the country. This was... A crazy Wednesday uh, during the middle of conference basketball tournaments as we approach March Madness. Uh, I'm trying to think, uh, no, really, I hate to compare it to September 11th, but as far as the amount of um, worry, the amount of concern, uh, the reaction uh, on this level, I don't think we've seen anything since then. You had the NBA canceling its season. Well, I, I think when in terms or of su- just suspending its season, just in terms of the like burned in your brain forever. Yeah, this date, where was I? You know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that part of it, the the loss of human life. Certainly. Yeah, I don't mean the horror. Uh, I just mean yeah, the yeah, yeah. No, but I mean, I, I the, think. You know, people take that the wrong way when anybody says nine eleven anything. We we mean an event you know, on the this challenger scale affecting you know, the challenger exploding nine uh, yeah. eleven. I'm trying to think. You know, some of those Columbine. Uh, there are just certain things where the whole country stops. Yeah. And for to go like I can't believe this is happening. Uh, Kennedy assassination. Um, there aren't a lot of those in your lifetime. And I mean, I don't know how people will ever forget this day because it, it's been a day that's basically been hurtling towards what we have right now since morning, basically, when mm-hmm. the top yeah. uh, public health official in the country testified, was it in, against, in front of Congress, I guess, mm-hmm. uh, that we should not have people in large gatherings, period, and and specifically right. said NBA teams should not be playing in front of you know twenty thousand people. And by extension, we obviously know that means college basketball shouldn't either. Right. Um, and I, but I, but for, to get from there to where we are right now, and by the time people are listening to this on Thursday morning, I'm not sure if college basketball the season won't already be done, but. The, the speed we got from everybody planning, you know, fans and everyone else planning to go to Nashville today to head down. Some people, Kentucky fans, are already there for the games that played were played tonight. To, uh, no, they're not no playing. One. No one's going to, no fans are going to be in the arena for the game. To uh, the then the NCAA tournament making the unthinkable decision to do that. Like I don't think anybody could have imagined the NCAA saying no, we're we're not even a week out from the tournament. They said you know based on these recommendations, we can't do it. And and then to go from that to some uh, some instances tonight, both in the NBA and college game that with players and coaches getting sick, where it's hard to see the season moving on um 
the one thing I thought surely would not happen, the NCAA tournament being canceled, I almost I feel almost certain that it will now. And I it I feels that way to me as well, yeah. And as we sit here, I don't think there'll be another game played beyond the, the Wednesday night games. And um, I think the lasting image for college basketball and maybe part of this day is Nebraska coach Fred Hoiberg uh, doubled over with his head in his arm, um, clearly sweating profusely, his assistant coach sitting next to him reaching down to grab some hand sanitizer and douse his hands in hand sanitizer. And then uh, we find out later that Hoiberg was taken directly to the hospital. And as of almost midnight on Wednesday night, the Nebraska Cornhuskers men's basketball team still hasn't left the arena. They're being held there, which from what I'm gathering, Hoiberg didn't feel well this morning and knew that he wasn't feeling well and wasn't sure if he would make it through the game. My goodness, with what's going on, what are you doing? What are you doing? I mean, there's a lot of people that need to think, what are you doing? And what am I thinking (laughs) in their reaction to this? Yeah, I don't want to. Far too lightly at this point, and it's time to stop taking it lightly because uh, while we've started uh, the third consecutive podcast talking heavily about coronavirus, focused on basketball. Uh, right, the, as it pertains to basketball. The, the president yeah. of the United States made it made just, I believe, his second public nationwide primetime address to the nation to – Announced that they, you know, they were drastically restricting European air travel and a bunch of financial, um, uh, basically bailout packages for small businesses and places that are, are going to be crushed by this and and healthcare things. The president addressed the nation tonight to talk about this. A president who had for a while now made light of this thing, uh, called it a flu and said we'd be down to zero patients any day now. (laughs) Uh, That same president sat in front of the whole country tonight and talked about what a serious thing it is. So that it's not just the sports. I mean, this is what we talk about, but you know, the canceling of basketball games is not um, why we'll never forget this. I mean, the the president, Tom Hanks has it for goodness sakes. Yeah. Tom Hanks and his wife uh, confirmed Tonight that they both have it, and they're down in Australia. Um, Rudy Gobert some... has it. Man. Yeah, and that was the other the other thing that happened today was it happened before this evening before, and, and really the point where I thought the season, the college basketball season was toast, is Rudy, Rudy Gobert right before the um, Jazz and the Thunder were about to tip off. They suddenly stopped the game, uh, and. Basically, like a medical official came yeah. running out onto the floor yeah. because moments before the game, they had confirmed yeah. that Rudy Gobert had coronavirus. And he'd played the night before against, I think, the Grizzlies um, and played against other teams. I think somebody that covers them tweeted out all the teams that he'd come in contact with and that they'd been told to self, self-quarantine. self Yeah. Uh, and so within the hour, the NBA knew what this meant. And with the, within the hour of – go bear testing positive the nba season was suspended and so i don't think kentucky will play another game i think i think the sec tournament will be canceled after you know just the crappiest of crappy wednesday night games 
Da. Uh, who are who are our winners tonight? I don't even know. I know well, well let's lost. take a break. Let's take a break, and we'll come back and come back around on the SEC and and that when we continue here on the Locked On Kentucky podcast. You are locked on Kentucky. Your daily Kentucky Wildcats podcast. Okay, we're back here on the Locked On Kentucky podcast, and yes, so the NBA season suspended. Uh, don't know how long it's going to be. Uh, I think it was um, Royce White. You will remember Royce White played for Iowa State. Uh, was their star player uh, in that run that they had uh, in the NCAA tournament that Kentucky stopped in 2012 on the way to its national championship. Uh, but he said that Chris Paul had gone over to ask the the Utah Jazz players bench, like, so what's wrong with Rudy? And they all went, stay away, stay, keep away, keep away from us. Yeah. Yeah. It's a so long there time. you go. And I mean, they were told, they understood, and they were told, like, look, guys, you're going to get, you're probably going to get sick, but it's not going to kill you. It's, it may be very similar to the flu. However, where you take it from here, right. like, for instance, if my dad contracts this, he's going to die. There's no doubt about it. He's, the way his situation is, no doubt. So right. if my mom decides to go out and see my kids play in a youth basketball game and someone there gets it, and she's over 60, by the way, but if she gets it from there and takes it back, or if I get it, and, and I'm fine, I, you know, I have a few days of don't feeling well, not feeling well, but I go see my dad before that, those symptoms hit, yep. th- this is where the danger comes in. Like I've seen so many people say that, well, it's just the flu. Like, what's the big yeah. deal? Well, it's not the flu, people. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, it's not the flu, uh, and it's only going to get worse. And it's time to take it seriously. And you know how serious it is because there's a lot of people with a lot of money on the line that are consciously choosing to do things that are going to cost them a fortune. And it's just now hitting us. It's already been in China very severely. I mean, look yeah. at their numbers. And but yeah, some things came out today uh, about. You know, and I, I read you, I think I think I read on the podcast last night uh, the thing from the doctor in Massachusetts about, you know, trying to flatten the curve and right. how the healthcare system could be overrun. And there was a story in The Atlantic today about what Italian doctors are dealing with, and some of them had published some reports on what they're seeing, and they basically said, we're, you know, not far away from a scenario where we are so overrun that we will have to decide when we see coronavirus patients put an age limit on it and if Mm -hmm. you're over this age meaning you have this number of estimated years left we're not going to treat you we're going to treat the younger people that have a better chance to survive and live longer i mean when they start deciding who they're going to treat based on age uh that means they are really really overrun and that's that's what's going on in italy right now um which could happen here. Yes. That's yeah, what you and, have to think about. That, I mean, and, that, that's... and the other thing is, two weeks ago, Italy had like 200 cases. One week ago, they had 1,000. Now they have like 12,000. Well, and... I, I saw this tweet today from, from a, a, a reporter in Louisiana who covers sports. And he says, this was about, oh, let's say it was about 7 o'clock at night on Tuesday. And his tweet simply goes, three, this time Tuesday. Six, Tuesday night at 10.30 p.m. 
13, Wednesday at 5.45 p.m. Just, you know, 3 to 6 to 13 in about a 24-hour stretch. And not just, like, new cases. Newly discovered cases. Right. There are plenty of cases out there we don't know about. Well, we already know we don't have enough test kits to test people. Right. So... So so I am in complete, um, complete support of uh, the measures being taken. I don't know if you know by, you know by, by the end of the day Thursday, or before the before the one o'clock game Thursday that the SEC and all the other conferences decide to cancel their tournaments. I mean, I I don't know if I see that happening yet, uh, but I could see that um, that. That tomorrow, by the end of the day, that it could be crazy enough again where we have all these other, where we have another college player. What were you talking about with the uh, Western Athletic Conference tournament? I believe it's the women's tournament, but it doesn't particularly matter. Uh, I think this is like the nail in the coffin to me. Uh, Jeff Borzello from ESPN tweeted, The WAC tournament quarterfinal between Bakersfield and Grand Canyon has been postponed until Thursday morning, quote, due to a medical situation. There will also be a meeting between WAC presidents and ADs on Thursday morning regarding any further tournament decisions. Um, you know, I mean, look, this is, we kind of talked about this, I think, either yesterday or the day before. What, what happens when a player gets it or a coach gets it in the middle of the tournament? And you go, mm-hmm. well, who have they already contacted? Who would they contact next? Who would the people they contacted contact next in a 68-team tournament? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's... And it, like it, it's inevitable now. There is no chance they could play for the next three weeks, all these conference tournaments, and then a 68-team NCAA tournament where, uh, by the way, the student-athletes are flying commercial across the country back yeah. and forth that nobody transmits coronavirus. I would, I'll just say there's not a chance in the world. There, I would, there's no way. You'd get through that tournament without, without someone, someone in the process being testing positive for coronavirus, meaning that at somewhere in the process spreading it, um, and all these people are going back home to somebody, who and those people are going back home to somebody and somebody and somebody and exponential. Um, yeah, so I think I, I think don't the think Rudy Gobert. I don't yeah. think there's going to be any more basketball. Rudy Gobert probably sealed the deal, and he yeah. didn't. If Fred, Fred, even if Fred Hoiberg tests negative, that scene, the image of that, mm-hmm. and having a team quarantined, I mean, it's over. It's over. If it isn't, then I'll eat my shoe. But I think it's over. <laughs> well, and with with the uh, the response time by the NBA, it's it's uh, rapid response on Rudy Gobert. That tells you that they had. They had talked about this ahead of time. Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, when he came on the air uh, over the SEC network uh, and announced that they would not they would play without fans, he he said that this is something that they had been talking about for several weeks. Uh, that they that this wasn't just you know oh all of a sudden we got to worry about it. It it had been several weeks now that they had each like they had just had the uh, NCAA or the SEC. Uh, track and field indoor championships just recently, and it was something they discussed before it. And he said he even felt locally uh, the advice that they were getting from local medical professionals was that they would be okay. It was really the World Health Organization 
and the congressional committee in that that made them go, okay, we we gotta we gotta consider this a little bit more. But when you when you look at that, you know that you know that the Rudy Gobert situation that the NBA just didn't go, uh oh, Rudy Gobert's got it. What do we do? No, they right. had they had been planning. If you follow Adrian Wojnarowski at all, you've seen that they have been having. Uh, conference calls and meetings and talks about this leading up to this. So they've discussed this scenario, and I think you're right with with having seen that with the Fred Hoiberg situation, Mark Emmert, those people, they will have have talked about this, seen this, and go, well, do we wait till somebody gets it? <laughs> yeah. Or do we cancel it ahead of time? And they've already made the move to get, you know, to not allow the fans, and I think – I think you're right. They will wind up canceling the tournament. Yeah. Um, it's crazy. It's also crazy to think, like, even if they don't, let's say they play this weekend. Kentucky has played, the, the players on this team have played their last game in front of fans, uh, regardless of, of, the, of the other decision. Like, we know that much, that the conference and from here on, and the NCAA tournament, if it's played, is will be played without fans. They have played their last game on March twelfth in, in front of uh, their fans. Yeah, and that's that. And to think too uh, that if the season is over before they play it all again, that their finale, the lasting image of this team, will be what they did in Gainesville. And that that part is kind of cool. I mean, it right. will be heartbreaking for this team. All these teams, not to that think they have a chance this year, and I, I absolutely think Kentucky has or had a chance. Um, you know, only one team ends the season on a on a win normally, right? Um, and so there there is something in the fact that we'll always nobody will ever forget this team, this Kentucky team, because nobody will forget anything about this season. And, and of course, by the way, the weirdest, dumbest college basketball season in a long time right ends yeah. with gets ended by the coronavirus oh, uh, God. i mean i guess it's sort of a fitting in but you know that the lasting image of this particular kentucky team will be coming back from 18 down without their starting point guard uh and then they're yeah. starting you know the sec player of the year for most of it um is a pretty good way to end i guess if you if you have to end early that ain't bad uh Total, I think we can spend our last segment just kind of maybe reflecting on this Kentucky team because I don't think we're going to see them play again. But I do also want to say that Rudy Gobert is a freaking idiot. I'm sorry that he's sick now, but if you don't mm. know what he did. I know. Uh, and re- you haven't heard about this? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, oh, yeah. I saw okay, it. yeah. yeah. It, the other day, I guess just a day or two ago, he made light of the coronavirus at the end of his press conference. And to make his point, he got up and he looks like he's in practice gear. So mm-hmm. probably sweaty and gross. Right. And uh, put his hands all over every microphone and recorder on the table and kind of smirked and walked out. Uh, so one, he may have gotten it that way. <laughs> Two, he may have transmitted it that way. Yeah. Uh, just, I mean, please don't be a flippant idiot about this. Like, don't just... If you think it's a big hoax, then just go on about your life. But don't be, oh, you know, a willful 
idiot about it, and Rudy yeah. Gobert was. I just cannot believe that he went from doing that to being the first, basically, patient zero <laughs> in sports. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Poetic that. justice. Yeah, without a doubt. All right, on that note, we'll take a break and be right back. This is Locked On Kentucky. Your team every day. All right, we're back here on Locked On Kentucky. And Kyle, when this thing started going, all right, so the SEC first had no real response other than, yeah, we're paying attention to the medical professionals. We're going to wash our hands and disinfect the, the basketballs. That was that was the beginning. And then it was, uh, we're not going to let the media in the locker room. So now I'm thinking, oh, shoot, we're not even going to get to talk to Ashton Hagens till this, maybe for the rest of the tournament. You know, because if they're not doing it at the SEC, well, yeah. the NCAA tournament's not going to allow media in the right. locker room. So then that's the end of that. And then we go from that to, um, well, now we're not going to have fans. And then since the fans thing, the NBA has suspended its season and we've seen the Fred Hoiberg situation. So now we have we've pretty much come to the conclusion that uh, you have already seen the 2019-2020 Kentucky Wildcats basketball team play for the last time. Yeah, I mean, it's just I, it's hard for me to imagine another scenario, uh, but I, I certainly cannot see the NCAA tournament going on. You know, may, maybe since teams are already in Nashville, um, maybe they go Well, first, on, what's the Big know, Ten going to do? What is the Big Ten's reaction? Well, yeah, now that you know, now that Hoiberg, the Hoiberg right. situation. I mean, I guess if he doesn't have it and nobody has it, then they just move on. I but guess. if he has <laughs> it and his team just played Indiana, if he has it, then, I mean, then Indiana, I, yeah, there's there's just no players could possibly no have way. it. Um, I'll just say, I'll just say, I I feel pretty good about my prediction that this that college basketball is over. Um, it, uh, and it's, I mean, that is, think about. You feel pretty good that it's going to happen. You don't feel good about it. Let's no, no, be clear. no, no, no. I mean, I feel, I feel confident in, pretty yes. confident in my prediction is what I mean. I don't feel good about it. Uh, it's a massive bummer. Uh, I mean, just a, it's hard to, it's hard to fathom that it's going to be this way. But, and, you know, people are saying, can they push it back? I don't see how they can push it back. Guys are pretty much start getting ready for the NBA draft as soon as the tournament's over. Well, if you um, pushed it back, you're talking about what, like you would have to wait till April if you could do it. Well, what if you couldn't do it in April? Right. Now you're looking at May. There's um, no, I mean, there's total uncertainty. Not, I mean, because this is like the beginning still. This thing's going to get worse. Yeah. And we don't know when it's going to like start tailing down to the point that we open up and have big public events again. You know, I, I would imagine it's going to be months before or certainly many weeks before anyone in government or anyone in medicine is recommending mm-hmm. it, you know, <laughs> advising people to do it. Now maybe it'll be allowed to happen, but I would, I would imagine it's going to be a long time before anybody medically says, yeah, you should go be around 20,000 people. Um, I well, think, I mean, I when, think you, when you have universities already reverting to online classes, like right. for instance, the university of Kentucky, um, then I think, I think it is highly unlikely that we see this NCAA tournament go forward. I'm really curious. I mean, it sucks a lot for fans and stuff. But I'm also just curious. Uh, I think I read or heard somewhere that the NCAA is insured on this thing. Um, but 
They sure. are for like you know, as far as um, yeah, like, what they what they um, their expenses or whatever. But I mean, are they yeah, gonna have like, to? Are they gonna have to like refund the? I mean, they paid billions with mm-hmm. a B to get the rights to broadcast this, and they have sold a gazillion well, like. Ads. I don't know that CBS and True TV Turner Television. I don't know that they're insured for this. I'm, I'm almost positive they're not. Right? They're, they can't. It's going to hurt to take this loss. The right. advertising Sorry, that's revenue. What, yeah, that, that's what I meant. I, I, my, it's so late. My brain is crossing thoughts. Not the NCA, but uh, CBS. What like what happens for CBS? They've sold like millions and millions and millions of dollars in sponsorships and ads. To recoup their billions of dollars of investment. Now, what's going to happen is like cutbacks. Probably people will lose their jobs. That I mean, this happened. This happened after nine eleven, where automobile uh, industry didn't didn't come back. They started scaling back. So many advertisers started scaling back on what they spent, and then because of that, television stations had to scale back on their personnel. And then when they were able to get by with what they got by with. They just stayed that way. They didn't bring those people back. Those cutbacks remained, and the automobile industry has never come back with the money that it had uh, been spending at that time. Like that—that that was a real thing that changed the television industry back around that time. And I, I don't know what the you know the the severity of the impact of that is, but it it's a huge money maker. Like for instance, the KHSAA, the Kentucky High School Athletic Association, with its girls' Sweet Sixteen basketball tournament this week, uh, which played Tuesday, and they plan on playing Wednesday, but they're supposed to address. I mean, they played Wednesday, but they're supposed to play Thursday. But I know the commissioner is supposed to address that again Thursday morning. Uh, but the not as much the girls, but the boys specifically. That's their money maker. That's their revenue generator, and they're not—they're a nonprofit organization. I mean, they need that to operate. That is a—they're one of the few that operate in the black. Few at high school athletic associations that operate um, with a margin, and it's because of that. That's the one. That's the reason for it. Is the 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 high school basketball boys sweet sixteen at Rupp Arena? It's because it draws so many such a large crowd and so it's going to be very difficult for them to make that kind of a decision but that's that's what i mean is for cbs this is budgeted and turner sports every year to know that that month of march we're getting this revenue it's like it's like if you canceled the super bowl for one of those networks well how much do you think espn played paid for nba rights oh my gosh i mean who knows when that's coming back and turner's Uh, in on that too yeah. Um, yes. Uh, goodness. I mean, goodness. That's there. Got to be some people really sweating there. Um, here's an update that is uh, unsettling. <laughs> um, Royce Young, who you mentioned earlier for ESPN, he reported the Jazz are sitting in their locker room, lined up in a circle. They all have masks over their face, and they're going to be tested by Oklahoma health officials for the virus. Oh, gosh. I mean, this is what's going to play out over and over and over if they don't cancel the season in college basketball. And so that is why they are going to cancel the season uh, in college basketball. My guess. Yeah. My guess. We're not reporting that. but uh. so, so as you hear this, it's Thursday morning, 
And at 1 o'clock Eastern time, Alabama plays Tennessee. And you, you think we don't get there? I don't think we get there. Wow. I don't. If we do, that's the, you know, I'm, I'm going to pack my bag. Uh, I was heading out, taking my kids to daycare and headed to Nashville straight away to get there for that game because the winner would play Kentucky on Friday. Right. Um, I don't know. I guess I'm going to pack my bag and <laughs> hang around for a little couple extra hours and see what happens. Um, but I don't, it's just hard for me. It's hard for me to imagine it. I, I think, I don't know how you could do it in good conscience, really, because now you know there's an inherent risk. You know, I mean, now there's you can't really pretend like, well, as long as we take the crowds away, the players won't uh, expose each other. I mean, of course, that never made any sense. Like, well, let's <laughs> yeah. let's let's tap elbows, even though we're gonna rub sweaty bodies and spittle on each other you know, for two hours over and over and over again. Uh, yeah, it's not possible if someone has it. I don't know, man. This, just, I don't know if this podcast has been coherent for people listening because I feel completely dazed by not just the, the, the magnitude of the news today, but the, the news cycle today was insane. Yeah. The, the story in sports and just globally about – this virus, it was coming. The like massive news items were coming yeah. out every hour. It was, and until now, it's still happening. Right now, the trending, right. the number one trending thing in the country right now is Fred Hoiberg. Yeah. Um. Well, we had a crew from Fox Fifty Six of three. Um, two of us were leaving at eight a.m. Thursday morning to get to the one o'clock Alabama Tennessee game because that's who Kentucky would play. Um, we had some assignments, uh, some, some things that we were to do and we're, we're not going We're we're staying back. Uh, once the sec said that we're not, we're not letting fans in here. Uh, our general manager thought that, um, it made sense for us not to go. And, uh, our, our company who owns Fox 56 also had sent out advisories already that said if you don't need to go somewhere don't go because we don't want we don't want you to go um so we're not um, do you remember um when the sec sent out a thing and it seemed like the major precaution that was going to be taken was slathering the balls in disinfectant right that's what i was saying <laughs> earlier right that was the, that was the thing that was going to save us all is disinfecting the, the ball. Uh, yeah. yeah. And now um, we're at a point where just in, you know, so many people listen to this podcast that do not live in Lexington. And I don't, I don't know, you know, where you are, your locale, but here in Lexington, uh, there is no more uh, Clorox wipes. No. Uh, oh my gosh. No, I think it's sanitizer. worldwide. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, a, I think even like I don't know, Amazon, like throughout America, it's so Clorox wipes are gone. Yeah. It's no more. Which uh, I reminded my wife, I said, uh, you know, before there were Clorox wipes, um, <laughs> there was the bottle that you sprayed yeah, onto a paper could, towel. You know, you can, they do make bottles. I know. It's, but what's funny about it is, that, is I like went looking for the wipes today at the grocery, and I was like, oh, man, how am I going to keep my surfaces clean? And then I walked down to where the squirt bottles were, and then they right. were packed. They were not touched. Yeah. People are so lazy. 
so yeah, I went ahead and bought some squirt bottles of disinfectant. I'm going to have to do the hard the hard work of spraying the liquid before I wipe. Uh, but I wasn't speaking of before I wipe. The toilet paper <laughs> aisle <laughs> yeah. was wiped out in Lexington. Yes. I think I got the last well. two packages of toilet paper. We were out in my house, and I did not realize it. And that was almost a situation. So well, I'm, I'm loaded up for the for the uh, crap pop crap pop apocalypse <laughs> now. <laughs> well, I'll let you I'll let you in on a little secret. There's a secret to to finding some of these items. I'll, I'm not gonna I'm not going to give it on this podcast. I'm sorry because I have to protect my family first. <laughs> it comes first, guys. I'm sorry, but um, you can tell me off air. Yes, I'll tell you off air. But I, I think um, the last thing we'll, we'll just close with this is I think all this tells us that with everything today, and not just in sports, but everything, I think this tells us that we may be headed for uh, a lockdown where where you're just told to stay indoors and people work from home. And I think we could be headed in that direction uh, and not not the you know too distant future here. So. So uh, I'll send you off with that scary thought. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Just be safe. Be smart. You yeah. know. And and I guess if I could just make a plea again, think about people that aren't you. <laughs> right. Think, think about elderly people who, however, through whether direct contact from you, I don't see any elderly people. Well, somebody you touch will. Uh, and think about. People, people on dialysis and dialysis and with yes. uh, immunodeficiency. Uh, there are people who live every day with weak immune systems because absolutely they just, my, my wife and work every day. Yes. My wife, frankly, in a lot of people know a lot of different things were going on with her uh, in the last year and a half. If eight months ago this was happening, uh, she'd be in a bubble because something like that would have killed her. And, you know, I have friends whose wives and my mother uh, were dealing with cancer and, you know, chemotherapy is going to rob your immune system and those people will die. And I, maybe that doesn't <laughs> like if, if I said, well, you don't care about those people, you go, no way. Of course, who, who doesn't care about somebody like that dying? Well, that's the point then. If you don't care about coronavirus because it won't make you very sick, care about it because it could actually kill some other people. That's. That that would be my parting thought because it does suck, man. It's a bummer that like basketball is over. <laughs> I mean, it's horrible for my it job. Is. I'm hoping we don't all, you know, open our company doesn't collapse since we cover sports and there are going to be no sports for weeks. Um, it sucks, but I don't want people to die because we had we just couldn't not go to basketball games. Right. Yeah, I'll say this to you: if you're listening to this podcast right now, I absolutely do not want anyone that you love to die. I, I, I just yes. have, I, I would feel bad. Even if I don't know you, if you were to tweet at me and say, you know, I had someone pass away close to me. Could you pray for me? I absolutely would pray for you. Um, I think that's just being human. And we, I think we all need to come together on this one right here. Yeah. So, try to Try to protect each other. The good news the, is the, we will have a podcast for you every day. <laughs> we will. We'll we'll talk about whatever. Because we can do that from the next. comfort of our homes. Yeah. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe we'll just uh, 
if the season's over, maybe for a while, Dan and I will just like do uh, like rewatch old Kentucky games and talk about them while we're watching them together. I don't know. Oh. We'll, we'll find something. We'll come up with yeah. content. Then we'll have much earlier than usual stay or go decisions. You know, NBA watch for a while. Yeah, I have no problem talking. That is not uh, that is not <laughs> one of my issues or Kyle's. No. All right. So we'll end it with this. Check us out on Twitter. Uh, you can comment, ask us questions. I'm at D-R-I-E-F-F-E-R. Kyle is at Kyle Tucker underscore A-T-H. And before I go, I have to remind you to tell your smart device to play the latest episode of Locked On SEC. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. You are Locked On Kentucky. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or tell Alexa or Google to play podcast Locked On. Don't worry, I won't finish. You get the idea.